What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy, Rico, back at it again. Welcome to another edition of the Rico Report, brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. What's good, people? What's happening? Salute to everybody tuned in for the very first time. If it's your first time, smash that like. If you've been tuning for a long time, salute to y'all. Let's get this party started, folks. I'm excited to be back. And uh, more importantly, I'm excited uh, to let y'all know that uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, if you guys follow us on the good old Twitter sphere. Uh, but, uh, yo, they tried to, we, they, they caught us lacking, people. They caught us lacking. And by that, I mean, they hacked us. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, we got hacked uh, for, a, uh, they, for a few days. They held us hostage for a few days on the old Twitter sphere. And uh, you know what happens, man. Whenever uh, you, an account of yours gets, you know what I'm saying, hacked or taken over, very difficult to get it back. I've been I've been in that situation before. Actually, if uh, if you guys have been following me on, on my Facebook, my original Facebook, uh, whether it got hacked or somebody did some, yo, they, Facebook just shut my stuff down. I had to restart my Facebook completely, right? So if I had you on my Facebook, you don't see me ha- having being active. Obviously, it's because you know I mean your boy. They just Facebook was like, yeah, something's up. You out of here. So uh, and it's very difficult to get it back. So in this case, Twitter they they hacked us, man. They had some Bitcoin nonsense. Came in and just commandeered our Twitter account. So uh, I'm I'm glad that we can say that we we got it back. I don't I mean we we have to hustle and, and grind and get it back and uh, we officially got it back. So I appreciate y'all uh, for for tuning in and and staying with us, man. Because a lot of folks, man, they're like yo, Buffalo Fanatics is not on Twitter no more. Yeah, I'm out of here. But the fact that y'all stick stuck stuck with us, appreciate it. We love it and uh, let's keep it rocking. So uh, if you guys have been living under a rock, folks. Listen, deals are being had. Yo, somebody said, what did you do to violate? I, listen, I didn't do a damn thing, man. I asked for my Facebook. I was more annoyed with my Facebook being gone because I've had, and it's a terrible place to put and store your pictures, but you know how we do. We have pictures that we want to keep for later. And then they, what they do, they do, hey, 10 years ago, you know I mean, six years ago, things you forgot about and boom, you're, you're set. And, you know, they wiped all my stuff. So I had all my kids that were on there. All the baby stuff. Not that I have, I don't have them just on my phone, but it's, you know, what I mean, there's certain things that you had in 2007 that you don't have right now. 2007, my phone was still that flip phone, you know, that Motorola. <laughs> you feel me? So uh, it, I had, I think I had the Razor then, actually, or it was it the BlackBerry with the little scroll. You know what I mean? So, like, there's a lot of things that we had back then. And uh, these boys just upped and took our stuff, man. Uh, for those that are saying, yo, you should just move to threads. Heck no, I didn't move to threads. Yo, listen, there's too many platforms out there, and I got no interest in going to threads. Like, I really don't. It's it's no different than, than Instagram. And I also heard that if, I don't know, for some reason, if they don't like what you did on threads, since it's attached to your Instagram, wiped. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to have my Instagram wiped as well. So uh, it is what it is. But those folks, let me tell you something, man. Things are happening. Things are happening. And uh, Justin Herbert, is now the richest player in the NFL. I mean, it used to mean something when you were the richest player in the NFL, didn't it? You know I mean when you when you find out somebody got a major contract, you're like, oh golly, like that's sick. Good for him. I can't believe it. But now every other every other week, there's a new highest paid player in the NFL. And Justin Herbert happens to be one of them. You know the one that was the highest paid before that? Lamar Jackson. 
Lamar Jackson was one of the highest paid in the, in the, in the NFL. So now you got Justin Herbert that just scored a five-year, $262.5 million deal. Austin Eckler has got to be like, y'all couldn't pay me. You know what you want to know half half this boy's receptions. You know where it comes from here. You know what I'm saying? Those those red zone plays that you need me to get right here, and you got and you guys go and pay the franchise. I love it. I love that you guys pay my quarterback, but you guys you guys are hating on my boy. You guys are hating. Eckler needs to get paid too. But two hundred and sixty two milli for my guy Justin Herbert, and well deserved, man. The the Chargers have a, a solid quarterback, a very good quarterback. I'm gonna be real. If I'm going to, if I'm choosing a quarterback between Justin Herbert and, and Josh Allen, I'm taking Josh Allen every day of the week. And I'm not even trying to be biased, man. There's some really good quarterback. There's some, if you were to say, hey, Josh and Pat Mahomes, I'd be like, ooh, that's tough, man. It's 50 50 because I like both quarterbacks. But if you, you say Josh and, and, and Justin Herbert, I'm taking Josh 24 7. That's my guy, right? Uh, but good on, um, Justin Herbert, man, like he's well-deserved. Like they, they, they're a team that are on the rise and they're mightily competitive because of Justin Herbert. Now, most folks might say, Hey, y'all may have overpaid for that guy because he's also a choke artist. He's also a choke artist. You feel me? So, I mean, we would have loved to see chargers versus the chiefs last year, because I think that matchup is a great matchup, but you got to take care of, you got to take care of Trevor Lawrence. And you guys are up four scores. You guys are killing the game. And then you let that boy Trevor Lawrence come back and light your asses up and send y'all packing. I mean, so I'm not saying it's all on Justin Herbert, but my goodness. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's on the resume. You, you always hear it. It's on the resume of, of Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly, you didn't get it done four years straight in the Super Bowl. It's a team loss, yes. But guess what? They always go back to who the heck with the quarterback was. And Jim Kelly is going to wear that for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? Great career, Hall of Famer. But I'm telling you right now, if you if you were to say, yo, Hall of Famer, you get one Super Bowl, I think you probably give up that Hall of Fame to get that Super Bowl and bring it to Buffalo. I can guarantee you that. And the fact that we didn't get there, it hurts. So Justin Herbert, you got, a, you got some money in your pocket, so now you got to deliver. You got to deliver. You got to get your team over the hump. Your coach can't screw you either. Making some bad calls and all that stuff, but the Chargers, the Chargers are on the rise for sure. They got a solid squad. They got Bosa out there. They got you know what I'm saying. Um, they got my man. Um, uh, you got K9s out there. Uh, you mean uh, you got James Derwin James out there? They got a good squad out there, man. They got a solid squad. So uh, they're always gonna be they're always gonna be in the hunt. They're always gonna be a competitive team. And the West. I'm hoping the West turns into what the West was supposed to be last year. Remember what it was? It was like, oh, my goodness. You got Herbert. You got Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? You had Carr in there. Uh, and then you had, obviously, Pat Mahomes. So you're like, yo, that's going to be that's gonna be something else. I mean, we, always, we, all, we obviously knew the Raiders were kind of, eh, we don't, we're not sure. And the Raiders are still in that, eh, we're not sure. But, like, that division should be better this year it's probably going to give us what we expected last year this year so uh salute to uh to justin herbert but guess what right behind justin herbert joe burrow's sitting there and he's going to get paid so if you're you're giving this guy 560 million dollars 560 what are you going to give joe herbert 
Joe Herbert. What are you going to give uh, Joe Burrow? What is Joe Burrow worth to the Bengals? And I just saw I just saw uh, a tweet. They're saying Joe means so much to the Bengals. He means so damn much to the Bengals that they're they're just going to have to they're going to pay him mightily, and as they should and as they will, right? And he waited at a perfect time to to really not strike a deal because this just propelled him. He's going to be the highest paid quarterback in the game. And rightfully so, because Joe Burrow is that dude, man. Joe Shiesty is that dude. He's nice. You can't even you can't even call it call it cap. He's a he's a good quarterback. But when I look at all these payments being made to these quarterbacks, right? Lamar getting paid. And you see, obviously, you saw uh, Pat Mahomes get that. Half a half a billion dollar deal at 500 mil uh, over a 10 year period, and Lamar Jackson getting his money. It makes you go back to to seeing the deal that our very own quarterback Josh Allen scored. It's a it's a it's a good contract if you if you think about it and you look at what we. That's a solid contract. All these other quarterbacks are out 50 mil. My man is just below 50 mil. That and it's when you look at the bargains and the deals that are had we got ourselves a bargain we got ourselves a bargain so uh little salute to salute to brandon bean salute to the bills got it done and uh listen man we got ourselves a, a great bargain on a great quarterback and by the way i want to give a shout out uh to my man john herring my man jh in the building happy birthday yesterday was my 55th birthday 55th Time around the sun. Salute to my guy, John Herring. Happy birthday, my G. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy. That's it. I'm going to get you that. uh, That's that. That's that. uh, There's a little flavor on that happy birthday. You know what I mean? We're not going to do the traditional happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? That's that. That's that. You know what I mean? That's that flavorful tradition. (laughs) That flavorful happy birthday that I just gave you, man. So happy 55th. And I'm going to tell you, man. And and I'm going to get a little real here. But. It's a blessing, man. Every year that we could live, every year that we have time to be on this earth and, and do what we do, and if we're making taking full advantage of it and living life as best we can, amazing. So salute to my man, John Heron. Happy birthday to you, bro. Uh, and uh, we have another one, Mr. Fulton. 24th birthday. Salute to you. I had my, my daughter's birthday was actually yesterday. So happy birthday to goes out to my daughter. She just turned 10. Big 10. Let me give you a, a story. So uh, of course it happens to me. Uh, so I go in, uh, my wife sends me out to go get the birthday stuff, blah, blah, blah. Go ahead and do your thing. So she goes, oh, by the way, go get the, you know what I mean? The happy birthday numbers. You know what I'm saying? So get the happy birthday, get the numbers and get the helium and all that stuff. So get the one and the zero and call it a day. So I go to the store, get them out. Those numbers, those little, in, those little inflatable numbers are $16 a pop. First and foremost, are you kidding me? Anyway, I tell you that for a reason, by the way. So. I go and get the pot, get the get the balloons, all good. So I put them in the trunk. It was a hot day, so I'm trying to make it not burn, not pop or whatever. So I get out the trunk. Wifey's wifey and the kids are out there waiting for me. My daughter's the party's about to start in about 10, 15 minutes. And she goes, Hey, don't forget, grab all the strings. So you know what I mean the balloon doesn't fly away. I was like, Yeah, 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 I got it. So and I literally I'm saying, Yeah, yeah, I got it. So I'm grabbing all the strings and I'm trying to gather them all. So I grab them. Lo and behold. One of them, I don't know how, but it slips out of my fingers and away it goes. There's $16 gone, just like that. Boy, was I mad. My daughter's looking like, no. I'm like, what are they screaming for? There goes a zero. 
So now I'm sitting here with a one and a couple of balloons in my hand, looking like a dickhead. Man, she still had a great time. But golly, man, like I just let $16 just float away. Just like that. Like money grows on trees. Man, I was upset. But she had a great birthday. And so if you had a <laughs> if you had a birthday, man, salute to everybody. Smash that like for those that had a birthday. Um, listen, man, it's a blessing that we're able to even do these things, man. So here we go. Let's get into our show, first and foremost. Uh, Naeem Hines. Naeem Hines. <sighs> listen, man. Let, let's get to this Naeem Hines talk, first of all. First of all, they restructure his deal. Yo, first of all, let me go before that. Yes, I absolutely fumbled the freaking rock. I fumbled the bag. I fumbled the balloon. The balloon was away it goes. And I'm watching this thing float away. And I'm like, yo, every distance it got, it was like, yo, there it goes, 25 cents. There's a dollar. There's a dollar 50. Yo, there's 10 bucks. I'm watching this thing float away. And we're all sitting here. We're all sitting here looking at each other. They're watching this balloon fly away. Yo, I'm I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. My wife's like, you dumbass. I was like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it on the chin. I'll take it on the chin. You know what I'm saying? I just spent 50 bucks you know, on balloons and all this other stuff. There goes 16 of it. Yo, I was upset. I was upset. Anyway, <laughs> it worked out very well. Nonetheless, we still have the number one just floating all over the place. So my little guy right now, he's just playing around with it and walking around. So it, it's a it's a win-win in a way, somewhat. <laughs> so um uh, Naeem Hines, man. Naeem, Naeem Hines. Aren't you, don't you feel, don't you feel for this brother? Don't you feel for this brother? This, this, you, we trade for Naeem Hines. We trade for him. We bring him to Buffalo. And the same time, James Anderson, is it James Anderson? I want to say James Anderson. Is it, is it, I want to say James Robinson, excuse me. James Robinson, in the very same breath, was traded for and brought over to the Jets. The Jets found a way to put a package together for him, for him to have a very good debut, a very good debut. And he just started with the team. So you can't tell me that we, either Naeem Hines is a dummy and he can't understand concepts. He's, he's, he's not like he's a rookie. He's been in the league some time now. He's a vet. He understands how things are done. We didn't create any little package for this brother. We hardly used him. He was very, very much just a special teams player. So not only that, we bring him in, we trade for him. He's excellent on special teams for us. And then we restructure his deal, make him take a bit of a pay cut a little bit to stick with the squad. So now he's ready to, to be involved in this offense, have a very good offseason, right? In shape, getting ready. A couple days before camp, trying to get a little bit of sunshine, relaxation with the family, with the friends. And I'm sure that's what was going on. He's on a jet ski, having a good time. And then disaster ensues. Disaster hits. I'm just, I'm sick for this brother. I, I really am sick for him. Because everyone's been talking about this running back position. Everyone's been talking about, especially the, the position in Buffalo where they brought in Latavius Murray. You bring in, I mean, James Cook going into his second year. You bring in Harris. And I, it's, it was already a very, uh, a very full backfield. So where was he going to find his reps? That was going to be determined with camp. So you're sitting there having a good time, living your life, minding your own business. 
And here comes a jet ski coming your way. Whether he saw it, whether he didn't see it coming, regardless, golly, that is unfortunate. This brother was minding his own business, having a little sunshine before the season, before camp, just a bit of relaxation before he goes right into game mode and, and get ready to, to earn himself a position, earn himself, you mean, some, some, some playing time. And then this happens. I'm sick for him. I really am. Although I, I didn't see where he was going to get the reps. But the matter of the fact of the matter is this. We lost a big piece on special teams. Special teams, nothing like having a special teamer when you go back there, you don't worry about a thing. You have no worries about it. You don't even, you don't even look back. You're like, he'll probably, he'll probably fair catch that thing. Or he'll at least get us in positive yardage. It's one or the other. Or he's taking it to the house like he did last year. That's a huge part of this team. And special teams is a big phase in this game. I know they're trying to phase away the kick return with all these new rules and this down the third and trying to pretty much phase out the even kickoff and the kickoff return and all that good stuff. But the fact of the matter is this. He's a difference maker on the special team side of the football. Forget about the special teams side of it. He was actually trying to fight for some playing time, try to get some reps in, right? Give, give James Cook a little bit of a breather. Take on the role of Isaiah McKenzie, potentially. And now you have this unfortunate accident where some, somebody unfortunate, I'm sure it wasn't done maliciously, goes in and hits him. Apparently damaged to the ACL. I'm sure there's some broken bones. I'm not sure. I, the details haven't all come out yet. Maybe there's some certain, certain things that got worse. It wasn't life-threatening, they said. But my goodness, man, what an unfortunate, what an unfortunate event. You feel for the you feel for the brother, man. And now you took a pay cut. Next year's dead cap, I think it's like what, half a million, five hundred thousand? They'll 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 eat that and say, yo, we'll cut our cut our losses. And and here's the thing: there's also a possibility because he got hurt not working out on campus, he got hurt doing something completely different, they have the very right to outright adjust his contract and void it. They can adjust the contract and avoid certain, certain things that were due to him. Now, a classy organization, I really hope that, I mean, I think we are, I believe we are a classy organization. I don't think we do something like that to that young man. But, Business of the NFL can be a nasty one. You see what's going on around the league. You've seen what's going on around the league. It, it's unfortunate. And you feel, you feel for that man. You feel for that young man. And, and, it, and it sucks. But now we're at, we have a void. We have a void at the running back position. We have a void, more importantly, in the kick return and punt return position. And now, who do we have? To put in that position. Well, there are some possibilities. There are some possibilities. Our very own Khalil Shakir. He has the ability to do both. He's versatile to do, he's versatile enough that he can do both. He's got experience collegiately in returning and, and kick returning and part return. So that is a very viable option. A very viable option for Bills to have him as a kick return, punt returner. Now, the other option here 
is the newly signed Deontay Harris. Deontay Harris has great experience at punt return and kick return, punt return more specifically, but can do both. And the fact that we signed him to a pretty decent deal, it wasn't just some kind of fly-by-the-night type of deal. It was a, a pretty, for the player that he is and for what we signed him to and how early we signed him, a pretty lucrative deal for himself. So he will have to get some reps in and see how that plays out. I mean, he does become receiver four, receiver five. So that that sits well. Now, it, it would have been nicer to have just Naeem Hines just handle that, but we don't have that anymore. So... It's it's just it's just it's just what it is. So this Naeem Hines uh vacancy is a big one. Salute to my man Jeff King. Uh it's a fact they owe him nothing as a result of this, hoping they do right by him. And you're right. And the the business side of it is they owe him nothing. You got hurt. I mean, I'm sure it's part of the contract or, or the contracts these players sign. If you get hurt doing something that's not related to football, if you're not working out or if you're not doing whatever. And I don't know, I'm not sure how they construct these contracts and, and put them together, but I do know that the business part of it allows them to go back into that contract. Be like, yo, how'd you get hurt? Oh, you were on a jet ski right before camp? And maybe there is something. Yo, right before camp, no activities, guys. Get get you know I mean, get ready and get get right to it. So if they really wanted to, if Brandon Bean really wanted to, Pagula, they could say, yo, contract voided, my guy. Good luck. Heal up. Maybe we'll see you next year, and if, if if things work out, but chances are, it's it's it doesn't look good, man. It really doesn't look good. And by the way, I want to give a big shout out to my man Jeff King. Jeff King, uh, I'm I'm not even gonna get the details, but this guy's a class act. We'll talk about it later. But salute to my guy Jeff King. But he is absolutely right. They owe him absolutely nothing. And if we want to, if we want to, listen, if we want to fulfill ourselves and really follow the, the letter of the law of the contract, we can do what we need to do with you. And that is, you're out of here. Voided. Done. And on top of that, he just restructured his contract. So that makes it probably easier for him to get that. I mean, he did get $2 million guaranteed, I believe. But even then, that might be voided. Sorry, man, we can't give that to you. Because you didn't fulfill. We needed you for the year, and we can't get you for the year. So, void. And it's the, that's the dirty part of the game. That is the dirty part of the game, which makes you kind of side with the players sometimes, sometimes, when they're like, I want to get paid. I'm waiting to get paid, and I want to be paid fairly. And if I have to hold out, if I have to demand more, if I have to X, Y, Z, yo, it's business. The same way y'all can cut us before our contract is over with, yo, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get my monies, and my money's right. So. That's the situation. So Naeem Hines, in a way, and obviously we didn't expect this, but like trading for Naeem Hines, we didn't use him appropriately the way we thought we were going to use him. Now we found a home for him at the kick return part return position, which was great. But like we, we were expecting a little bit more use of him on the offensive side of the ball. So that falls on Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey, that's on you, my guy. You got to find ways to get the ball into your weapon's hands. And you can't tell me that this boy was, was too dumb and too, you know what I'm saying, he couldn't, he couldn't grab the concept of, of, of your offense for him not to get some time. It wasn't like he was, he was, like, he was going up against the rookie James Cook, Devin Singletary, which is solid, 
and you didn't you couldn't you couldn't get him on the field split some time with these guys you're not looking at any all-stars on that squad you couldn't get it you couldn't squeeze him in and now you got Latavius Murray which they brought in you got Damian Harris that they just brought in you got James Cook going to his second year and then you had Naeem Hines had Naeem Hines not got hurt where the hell were you gonna fit that brother in I don't know I just don't know so I feel for the guy I really do uh it's just what it is man it's just what it is. It's the business side of the football game that we all hate, but it's just what it is, man. So salute to Naeem Heisman. I hope you, you it's, a, it's a quick recovery. You can get back to football. If you can get back to football, nothing's ever guaranteed. Uh, I hope it's no, there's no complications. The surgery goes well. You heal up, and uh, maybe we can see you, you know what I'm saying, in a Bills uniform next year. I don't know. It's, it's probably not likely, but we'll see how that plays out, man. We'll see how that plays out. So. Uh, Unfortunate news for Naeem Hines, but uh, it is what it is. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to the next topic. And, I, and I, I have a question for for Bills fans and more specifically for 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 people that are season ticket holders. Season ticket bills, season ticket holders. All right. If you are in this chat, smash that like if you are a season ticket holder. All right. So I'm perusing. Social media. I'm look. I'm just messing around. I'm looking all over the place. You know, I mean, you're just scrolling, and I came across this video here, and I'm gonna play this video, and this video I thought was super dope. I was like, "Yo, that is amazing," and then it got me wondering. Let me ask Bills Mafia what what their thoughts are on this this video. Let me just play this video, and you guys let me know what your thoughts are, and then we'll have a conversation. Season ticket holders for the Raiders received this. Now, I don't know if it was this year, last year, the year before, but nonetheless, if you're a season ticket holder and you receive something like that, that is dope. That tells me my organization that, that, that I root for, the team that I root for, yo, they appreciate my business. They appreciate me paying X amount of dollars every year to secure my season tickets. And every year, they're going to keep getting my money when they show appreciation like this. So, season ticket, I mean, season ticket holder for the Raiders, they got something like that. <laughs> yo, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because my man's, my man's Pierre's, yo, Bills are giving away Valentine's cards. <laughs> yo, and he is not lying because we're going to talk about it. We're definitely going to talk about it. But listen, <laughs> the Raiders, the Raiders are showing appreciation. Now, they're not a, I mean, they're a storage franchise. Yes, we know that. But lately, they've just been middle of the pack, middle of the pack. They haven't been really doing much. And when you have the Chargers and you got the Chiefs in your division, you're, you're, you're relegated to being irrelevant, Right. You did everything you can. You're fumbling the bag with Josh Jacobs right now. You have a pissed off and annoyed receiver and Devontae, Devontae Adams. You got rid of Derek Carr. You know what I'm saying? You brought in Josh McDaniels as your head coach. Like, fam. You know what I'm saying? 
However, they appreciate the fans by showing love. They send you a box that's super legit. Even if I was a losing franchise and my team was buns, but if I receive something like that, I'm like, yo, man. Yo, at least, at least they like, at least they 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 respect the fan base. At least they respect the fan base. That's real talk. At least they respect the fan base. So then I'm like, all right, hold on a second now. I'm not a season ticket holder for the Bills. I would love to be. That'd be really cool. If I lived a little closer, it'd be nice. But I'm not a season ticket holder. So that went on to Twitter. I was like, hey, fam, peoples, talk to me. I'm not a season ticket holder, but I would I would like to assume that the Bills have something. I mean, it may not be as elaborate as that. It may not be as 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 flashy as that. But the Bills probably have something pretty damn cool for Bills Mafia. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we got a cool name like the Bills Mafia. You know what I'm saying? They surely have something really cool for Bills Mafia. The response that I were the responses that I received, folks. <laughs> they said all we got was an envelope and a hearty handshake, and they 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 moved you along. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, you didn't just get a hearty. You didn't you didn't just get an envelope. They're like, oh no, we got an envelope. And the worst part is the envelope you had to pay for. You had to pay to get that nice envelope, like six ball, six dollars, something like that. Are you kidding me? The Buffalo Bills, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills, on the rise, the team on the rise that have had loyal fans and a loyal fan base that have been following for years and, and buying season tickets every single year, and the team starts to get nice. And all you send them is a damn red envelope that says go Bills. Come on, Buffalo. Come on, Mr. Pagula and the whole marketing squad. Y'all, we can do better. We can do better for people. And you're about to build a brand new stadium. And the ticket prices are about to skyrocket. And that's all I got was a red envelope with some <laughs> with the season tickets. Yo. Hey, yo. Come on, man. Y'all got to do better. Y'all got to do better. And the worst part is this. Most of the fans that were letting me know or people that had season tickets, like, it used to be better. And the, 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 the better the team gets, the cheaper this team is getting in terms of what they're producing. Next thing you know, they're going to paperclip your tickets and then send it to you in a little Ziploc bag and say, thank you very much. Go Bills. I was even saying, did, you, did they even give you, maybe they gave you like a sticker. Nope. No, no, no. Maybe they gave you like a keychain. Nope. No, they must have gave you like a bumper sticker or something like that, right? Hacks no. And then you got the Raiders giving you a big old box and all that. Oh, come on, man. Now, maybe I'm overhyping this. Maybe like the rest of the league is probably like this. But I, I don't know. So maybe you have friends that are season ticket holders of their team. What are they doing? I can tell you right now. The Bills given just a red envelope that says go Bills and here's your season ticket holders. Here's your season tickets. Nah, we got to be better than that. I'm sure the Bills got to be better than that. Oh, my goodness. So if you are a season ticket holder right now in this chat, what would you like? If you're a season ticket holder for the Buffalo Bills, what would you like your team to send to say, you know what? We appreciate you as a fan. Flash it up a little bit. What would you guys appreciate? Even if it was a freaking T-shirt, 
You know what I'm saying? A, a, a Bill's Mafia t-shirt that says, you know what? Thanks for being a fan. Thank you for being a fan. Like something, man. Like throwback. Give a throwback to the Golden Girls or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Give me something, man. Free jersey. Give me, give me a jersey that just has a nameplate or your own name on it. Something. A freaking red envelope? Really? <laughs> Yo, am I tripping though? Man, a fake Super Bowl ring. Do something. So what would you as a fan love? Because listen, I'm sure, listen, they've got marketing guys watching the internet all day, every day. I'm I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to snip this and put it on there. Yo, Buffalo, we got to be better. Season ticket holders deserve better. Not a red envelope. Spice it up a little bit. Spice it up a little bit, man. You're about to charge these fans. A whole lot more when this new stadium gets built. You got to be better. Go look at what the Raiders did. Just take that. You know what I'm saying? Go to your room. Go to the think tank. Think about it. Come back and be better than a damn red envelope. Maybe a jersey, a t-shirt, a ball cap. You know what I'm saying? Give everybody like a, a, an, an idea. Like give them a little X amount of money to go and get themselves a ball cap somewhere. A Josh Allen signed something, a helmet, maybe a mini helmet. A mini helmet would go a long way. You know how many little things that these people want to put in their basements and just put something there? Well, you want them to hang up their little envelope? <laughs> the Bill season ticket envelope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that in, I'm gonna encase that shit and put it on my wall. Come on, man. Come on, Buffalo. Y'all could be better. Maybe a, a signed Scott Norwood freaking poster. Something. Something. Maybe an Anquan Bolden jersey. I'm sure you guys got something somewhere. Give him an Anquan Bolden jersey. You know, when he, when he, oh, yeah, that didn't happen. Shoot. <laughs> but you catch what I'm saying. So, anyway, I wanted to get off that. So, salute to the t- season ticket holders that are out there. Honestly, salute to y'all because that's loyalty and a loyal fan base goes a long way. And if these guys don't want to appreciate y'all, shame on them. I appreciate y'all. And y'all deserve more than, than, than a red envelope. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let us move on to the next topic. Um, let's get right to this, man. The camps, we got camp that starts. All right, camp is starting in less than uh, 24 hours. Get him a, <laughs> get him a, get him a, like a, a, a Vernon Davis jersey. You want to get him a Vernon Davis jersey? I mean, I, I wouldn't get him a Vernon Davis jersey, but you guys know what it is. The Nate Peterman jersey, do something. Nate Peterman! I haven't done that in a long time. So let's get into it. Camp begins. And we all, I mean, I could, I could talk, I mean, I could shout to the moon. You're right, shout it from the rooftop. What do you want to see? What are your expectations? Right? We all have our expectations of, of what you camp battles you want to see what's interesting but what is it that stands out to you going into camp knowing what you know about this roster knowing where we've gone what we've been able to do the successes we've had how close we've we've come now you're going into a pretty pressure a pressure year josh allen tells us he's as focused as ever 
He tells us to not blow anything out of proportion when it comes to the relationship that, that Stefan Diggs has with the team. We, dra- we traded up and drafted for Dalton Kincaid. We have James Cook going into his second year that says he's ready to be the number one RB cap. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because my man Pierre says, yo, technically the Bills did send Vontae da- uh, a Davis jersey. They just didn't receive it yet. <laughs> yo, you're you a fool. <laughs> you're a fool. But anyway, what are you guys most wanting to see? What storylines that is not being spoken about or not being touched on that should be touched on? Right? So there was a, there a couple things that stood stood out to me when it comes to, I don't want to call it camp expectations, but I'm going to name this one. Um, you know what? I'm going to call it camp expectations. We'll call this segment camp expectations, all right? Because I got some expectations. I'm sure you have some expectations. i make sure I spell this right. Our camp expectations. What do you have for camp expectations? Well, let me tell you. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm going to tell you one right now. Let me take a sip of this water, this, uh, this, this Gatorade. Here's the deal. And it starts with 17. And it, I know it's cliche. Uh, of course, it starts with 17. But it starts with 17 for a reason. I, I want 17 coming in not being this Josh Allen. You know this Josh Allen? You know what I mean? The thumbs up Josh Allen? Like, everything's cool Josh Allen? I like that Josh Allen. I think we all love that Josh Allen. But I I think I want the Josh Allen that is business. I kind of want him to be an asshole this year. In a way that Tom Brady would come in and, and come in with, when you see Tom Brady come in and he working his tail off, you got no choice but to work your tail off or you're going to get chewed out. I kind of want that Josh Allen. 
It may not be in his nature. But I kind of want that Josh Allen so it follows suit with the whole I'm as focused as I've ever been. Now, it's 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 all it's out there. So he's not with his previous lady. And you know, I mean thing ha- things happen, but that's I bring this up for a reason, right? Because the focus with all the rumors that were happening, the focus clearly wasn't there last year. There was a lot of things going on. The, the DeMar Hamlin thing was going on, and then his own relationship stuff was going on. And and obviously, the last game of the season against the Bengals, you saw a bit of a rift between him and his receiver. Something was going on. So I'd like him to come into this year and just really be so laser-focused, he ain't ready to mess around. When when these bozos want to ask a dumbass question about some, shut it the fuck down. And I didn't want to cuss, but shut it the fuck down. Don't even Don't even entertain it. Sometimes you got to do that. You know, when, when Buddy was like, you guys don't look like a playoff team. You guys don't look like a whatever. And he says, okay. That type of shit, but turn it up 10. That type of Josh Allen is what I'm looking for. I might be tripping, but that's what I need from my QB. I already know he, he's the nicest guy ever. Every, he's he's, he's in, involved with every teammate. They love him, as they should. But I want him to turn up a little bit. I want you to be a little bit of a heel. You see, turn a little bit. When media is asking you some shit, you be like, yo, I'm not interested in that question, man. Move on to the next. Like, all right, we got shit to handle. You know what I mean? I'm looking for that Josh Allen. So my expectation for Josh is to be a bit of a, a bit of a, you know what I'm saying? Not Jim Duggan, Josh Allen. I don't want Jim Duggan, Josh Allen. Hello, I don't, I, I, I'm not interested in that. I want, I want kind of Razor Ramon, Josh Allen. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's the type of Josh Allen I'm looking for. Now, I'm a wrestling guy. So, Jim Duggan, Josh Allen, everybody loves Jim Duggan, right? Great American guy. Two by four in hand. and All is great. So, if you were to pick, if you were to pick a, a, if you're a wrestling guy, if you were to pick a a wrestler that you would like Josh Allen to emulate as his persona going into this year, who would it be? I, I think that's legit. I think I mean for the wrestling heads that mix football and rest and, and football and wrestling, this is a good one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want nasty Josh Allen, man. I want him to be. I want him to flexing on your ass when he's on the field and and he's business in in the in the press conference room. And if you come sideways on some bullshit, he's gonna call your ass out. And I want that. So, what persona? What wrestling persona would you like Josh Allen to undertake this year? I see the nature boy. <laughs> the nature boy. That would be kind of interesting. Nature boy Josh Allen? <laughs> could you imagine? I think that would be too much flamboyance. I don't think he could pull that off. That would be too much. That would be too much. I kind of want it to be like Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying? Just everything he does is money. And when and you know what I'm saying? When he's done with you, mm, spit the gum at you, right? I gave you the razor roll, but you spit the gum out. Stone Cold Josh Allen. RKO. I mean, listen, you guys let me know. I kind of like the Razor Ramon Josh Allen. I kind of would like that. You know what I'm saying? Cool guy comes in, handles business. You know what I'm saying? Hold my chains while I whoop your ass. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and get you guys let me know. I'm interested. Because I, I want I want some of that from that Josh. I want that Josh Allen. 
Now, more expectations, camp expectations. Last show, I was I was talking about how Kincaid has the ability to come in and earn some big-time targets and potentially be the second biggest targeted player on the squad. But then that opens up something, and that opens up opportunity for someone that was talked about very much last year that I think, I think everybody was looking forward to seeing a lot of this from this person. By the way, I love Brett the Hitman Hart. He's one of my favorites. And if, if Josh comes in like a Brett the Hitman Hart, I am mad at that. I am mad at that. But Kincaid coming in and taking the second, the second most targets, I would love for that to happen. I think eventually he gets there. I know a lot of people are saying he's a tight end. Chill out on that. He's not about to get that type of that type of love. But I think he can. And I think that if he does start to garner a lot of attention, he starts to garner a lot of attention. It's only going to open up for Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis is going to a contract year. Gabriel Davis, two years ago, had a very strong ending of a, of a, of a, of a season. So much high hopes for Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis comes in last year and has a statistical year. His best year as a Buffalo Bill. But yet, we still, we still said that he didn't give us enough. And I understand why. Because there were some crucial moments that when you needed Gabe Davis the most to make something happen, I'm not saying he disappeared, but he didn't, he didn't come in like the number, the, the strong number two receiver that we thought he could be. There were, there were moments where he just completely disappeared, checked out. Now, was he dealing with some injuries? Was he dealing with a bad leg and a bad ankle? I'm sure we, they were all nicked up. But when you needed him the most, in certain scenarios and situations, on the back end of the season, he wasn't as, he wasn't as, uh, as, uh, as present as we needed him to be. He was all over the field the first six to seven weeks of the season. Adjustments are made. Double teams are had. And when it's, when it's time for him to step up, maybe we just didn't have any, any more juice on the offensive side of the ball. Enters Kincaid. So Dalton Kincaid coming in and, and providing mismatches all over the place may open up a huge, huge opportunity in contract year for Gabriel Davis. So camp expectations? Yo, Gabe Davis starts to emerge as the guy that we thought he was going to be last year and actually sustain it, right? Because he started off huge the first six, seven, eight, uh, eight weeks of the season. And then the backstretch, not so much. So maybe he sustains this. And what's, what's going to help in this case is that he's in a contract season. He's in a contract year. So this is going to be massive. So Gabriel Davis could really come out and, and just and take off. And then it comes down to, all right, so how are we going to handle this? Yo, is he coming back on a big-time contract or are we letting him walk? That's a whole other ballgame. In my opinion, he walks. But we'll see. We shall see. All right? More camp expectations. I want to see 
I want to I want to see I want to I want to start reading articles about how this player is just he's just he's shining. This player looks like a veteran because you know every year there's a, an article that comes out and there's these these and you read the the, the local reporters like the Sal's and, and the rest of the guys they'll come in and be like yo guys I'm telling you right now he's looking really great and he's looking you know every year there's going to be that. So my question to you is who will it be? Who will be the, I call it the reporter's sweetheart? Because, you know, the reporters, they, they all sit together in the same room. You know what I mean? They all kind of are taking notes and they're all talking to each other. And, yo, did you see that? Did you see that? And then they be, that person becomes a sweetheart, right? So we'll call it the reporter's sweetheart. Who will be the reporter's sweetheart this year? Is it on the offense side of the ball? Is it going to be Osiris Torrance? Looking like a veteran. He's just kick-sliding it, and you would never think that he was a rookie. He's just fitting right in with the guys, and he he called the guy out. I'm looking forward to that. Or is it going to be Dorian Williams? I, I was on, uh, I was on, I was listening to, I was listening to Satellite Radio today, and uh, I was listening to Moving the Chains. And on the Moving the Chains, uh, there was a Bills fan that called in, and he pretty much said he is not, I think he called himself Buff, Buffalo Hubby. <laughs> Buffalo Hubby, I think it was. But anyway, he pretty much is not sold. He thinks that the Bills brass are operating more on, on hope. Sorry, they're more operating on faith than in legitimacy. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But a lot of times you have to operate on faith. You got to operate on faith that I put all the homework that I needed to in this player. And I'm, I'm now we got to see if it, if it works out the way we need it to work out. But his thing was when we let Tremaine Edmonds walk, he's not sure that Dorian Williams is going to be able to fit and really present himself as a viable fit next to Milano and actually do well. So at the end of the day, Dorian Williams, will he, will he fill the void that Tremaine Edmonds has left behind? That's, that is someone that I'd love to see how that's going to play out in camp. So my expectations is to, is to I'm, I don't have really an expectation for this one. This one is a more of an observation. I'd love to see who this, who this player is going to be. But the reporter's sweetheart, who is it going to be? Is it going to be on the defensive side of the ball? Is it going to be Kyrie Elam? Kyrie Elam has come into his own, and he's that guy? Who will be the reporter's sweetheart this camp? I'm going to tell you right now, if I hear another freaking article in a, on the turkey burgers, everybody, yo, knock it off. <laughs> knock it off with the turkey burger talk. It's football talk, baby. Oh, the turkey burgers are, listen, turkey is dry, number one. Knock it off. Turkey burgers. Enough of the turkey burger talk. But back to it. This, this individual is talking about the Bills are operating more on faith. He doesn't, he doesn't feel that, you know what I'm saying, maybe that we're, we're, it, we're prepared to really be, to get after it with what we got on our roster. Well, listen, turnover happens in the league. Turnovers happen every year. You got to flip the roster a little bit. Guys are getting older. Guys are going to demand more money. Guys have stepped up. Guys, you know what I'm saying? So this is this is the transition. This is the transition. 
So we shall see. So I'm looking forward to see who the reporter's sweetheart is going to be. Uh, for me, it's probably going to be on the offensive side of the ball. It's probably going to be a, probably a receiver. You know what? Look at Pierre. Pierre just said it. It could be, you know what I mean, Trent Sherfield. Sherfield making big plays. You know what I'm saying? And he might be the, the media darling. You know what I'm saying? Who is who's going to be the media darling? Is it going to be Trent Sherfield? Is it going to be Khalil Shakir? Is it going to be old James Cook? James Cook is looking mighty fine. You feel me? Like, I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more. I want to see who's going to be the media sweetheart. Media sweetheart, the, the reporter sweetheart, whatever you want to call it. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what how that plays out. I'm, I, I want all of it. Right? Last but not least. And it comes to camp and expectations and so on and so forth. Listen, it, it's, it's massive. It's going to be huge, but there's, there's, there's camp battles that I'm looking forward to. And the most important that I'm looking forward to is, is the trenches. The trenches is going to be huge for me. And my eyes are going to be all over it. I mean, listen, Vaughn Miller's going to be, he's been put on the PUP list, which we anticipated. So he'll be out, you mean, at least the, at least the four weeks, four weeks of football. Maybe he comes back sooner than that, but he's at least out for four weeks. Um, but I, I need, I, listen, the trenches. I'm going to be paying attention to the trenches. Puno Ford, Ed Oliver. You know what I'm saying? I need to see it. I need to see how, how my man Deion Dawkins, with all this press he's been doing. All right, let me see what you got, baby. Spencer Brown. We're going to be watching you, Spencer Brown. Leonard Floyd. The trenches are going to be, my eyes are going to be glued all over because right now when you look at what we have across in the AFC East, they've got some dogs on, on both sides of the ball, more so on the defensive side of the ball. You look at the Jets, they got some dogs, man. They got some dogs out there. So I want my old lines to be ready. I want my D line to be absolutely ready and ready to go. I'm looking forward to it. I need to see that. I really need to see that. They have linebacker room. I mean, Milano is going to have that, that team locked down. It's going to be great to see. But I, I, I need to see how the trenches are going to look. Here's another thing. I really want to see how Taylor Rapp, Micah Hyde, and Jordan Poirier all, all on the same on the field at the same time. How, what packages McDermott is going to run for these guys. A healthy Trey White. A very vocal Trey White. That's huge. That's a part that we missed on this Buffalo team. Someone that was very vocal. That's going to be huge. I want to see how that's going to play out. My man, my man Pierre was like, yo, he forgot that we had Leonard Floyd. What are you doing? You've been asleep. Leonard Floyd is going to be on the squad, man. We got, we got some guys in the trenches. Greg Rousseau returning. So, yo, we got, listen, I know they're talking about the Jets, and I know they're talking about the Miami Dolphins, and, I mean, they've made some great, great additions, but we got some guys that are going into their third year, crucial years. We got some guys that are ready to get after it. We got some guys that want to make a name for themselves. So, listen, man, it, this is, it's going to be fun. I'm going to just put it that way. It's going to be fun. All right? And last but not least, last but not least, when it comes to, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the AFC East, and we're talking about the AFC, and we're talking about all these contract talks and who's making money, then it got me thinking. There's, there's another contract coming to a Bills player. And I'm trying to figure out who is the next candidate for a large contract. 
who's the next candidate for the large contract on the squad? When you look at and and I, I tried to think about it, and this is where I left this I left this as an open conversation. I left this as an open conversation. Who on this team right now that is on the rise and will be deserving of a new contract? Who is it? I'm 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 looking on the defense and Milano just got paid. Obviously, Von Miller, obviously he's he's, he's got his money. And Oliver just got paid. Let's go to the offense side of the ball. Who who's who's next for contract? I don't think there's anybody that's that is is viable to get a, a big time contract. I think everybody's at that point where I think everybody's worth what they have right now. I couldn't think of anybody. I couldn't think of anybody right now. I mean, the the next potential person to pretty much cash in obviously would would have to be Gabriel Davis. He's the he's the next up, but he's got to earn it. He's got to earn it. It can't be Trey White. Trey White just got paid not too long ago. He's just come back from a knee surgery. Two years out of a knee surgery, so we got to see what he's. They they're not giving him an ex, another contract. Milano just got paid. Dion just got paid not too long ago. Mitch Morris. Is Mitch Morris going to get another contract? I don't think so. Teron Johnson already got paid. Like a lot of the players that that needed to get their money got their money. So we might be in a position now. To not have to worry about who's going to get what. Now it's like, okay, now I've paid who needs to be paid. Earn your keep. Show me what you got. But I'm going to tell you, if you think that we're going to pay Gabriel Davis, y'all got nothing coming. He's got to have a massive year, number one. And we got to love him so much. Now, we don't want to let him go, and now we're ready to throw the bag at him. So guess what? We throw the bag at Gabriel Davis. Listen, you know how it works. Addition, when you add something, you got to subtract somewhere. Is Greg Rousseau next? In order for Greg Rousseau to be next, he's got to have a massive year. He's got to have like a Pro Bowl type year. He's got to. Teron Johnson already got paid, folks. Teron Johnson got paid already. He got a nice little contract. A, a fair contract. So, here's the question. My man Pierre puts in. He says, okay, here's the question. What will Gabe Davis have to earn? What will he have to do to earn the bag? What kind of statistical year will he have to do to earn the bag? I'm going to leave that up there because I'm going to put up Gabriel Davis's numbers. And I want y'all to see it. And you tell me what kind of, what kind of, I mean, statistically, we like Gabe Davis. He's, he's got great measurables, solid player, on the rise. I, I personally still, I still think he's on the rise. I think he, he, he's, he's got way more in the tank. What is he? Only what, 20, 25? Not even. I don't even think he's 25 yet. So 
So let's take a look at my man Gabe Davis's statistics, and let's talk about it. I'm just going to open up the broadcast so you guys can see what I'm looking at. I'm going to share my screen. So hold that thought just a moment. And if you guys have any questions, concerns, throw it in the comment section. I'll try to get, uh, I'll try to open it up to the questions and comment section. But hold on, let me just share my screen real quick. I hope you guys can see that. I'm going to open it up so you guys can really see everything that's popping here. Give me a second here. I'm going to open it up and get uh, get you guys all zoomed in. All right. So if you guys can see it, give me a thumbs up. So Gabe Davis right now, for his career with the Bills, he's got 118 receptions. He's got 1,984 yards. He's got just under 2,000 yards. He's got 20 touchdowns. And right now, last year, he had 48 receptions, 836 yards. He had 17 yards of pop and seven touchdowns last year. So 48 receptions. I look at that and say, okay, cool. Stefan Diggs is a guy that will give you 100 receptions easily. We know that. So, ooh, you know, that's a good one. That drop rate, gotta, that, that thing's got to, we got to decrease that drop rate. That drop rate seems to be too high for Bills fans. Bills fans are not about that. I'm going to tell you right now, man. Last year, the play that stands out to me very much so, and, I, and it's still, it, it's etched into my brain. Josh Allen drops back. He's fighting in that pocket, and he just lets a laser down the sideline. Now, I know you know what I'm talking about. He lets a laser down the sideline. And that ball is just coming down and drops right in the bucket. Right in the bucket of Gabe Davis. And initially, it looks like the ball got bad out of, bad out of his hands. You're like, oh, man, great defensive play by the defensive back. And then you go back and they give you the slow motion. And the NFL, they're a bunch of snitches because there's camera angles that you didn't know that you had. And you're like, oh, oh, oh yo, I was about to forgive Gabe Davis because that was a great defensive play by the defensive player. But then they give you that other angle where you're like, oh, no, you didn't. That ball was so beautifully thrown on the money. And Gabe Davis let that thing go right through his hands. I get it. Pressure moments. Right? The pressure's on. But, like, we needed that. And it's not like you don't, you don't, you know, we rise to the occasion because the most pressure moments was against the Chiefs just a couple years back. And you were the, you were the player of the game with Josh Allen. You were all reliable. We could count on Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis was that dude. We loved Gabe Davis. We were ready to like, yo, I saw a whole whack of comments. Yo, sign this guy right now. Give him a long term. Don't let him out of Buffalo. It's going to be, it's going to be Diggs and Davis for, for years to come. <laughs> that quickly fell out of, that fell out of favor real quick, real quick. But that ball was sailing just perfect. And for those that are saying that Josh Allen is inaccurate, shame on you guys. But that ball came in perfect touch. 
right in the bucket. Right in the bucket. And I don't know what kind of bucket. I don't know if you got the bucket at the Dollar Tree. I don't know what happened, but that bucket was faulty. And right through the bucket it went. Oh, it hurt. I still remember that. So he's got to make me forget about that play with his stepping up this year. So Gabe Davis, 836 yards is what he had last year with seven touchdowns. We need 1,000 yards, right? It's, it only makes sense. It only makes sense. You got to give me 1,000 yards receiving. You got to give me eight to nine touchdowns. That will, that will make me feel good about having Gabe Davis return to Buffalo, which brings me back to my original question. Who is deserving of the next biggest contract? Could it be Gabriel Davis? And is 1,000 yards enough for Pagula, for Brandon Bean to say, you know what? Yo, wrap, wrap it up. Get Drewski in the building, man. Let's sign this guy up right now. Drewski will sign him up. Could have been records. We're going to sign you up right now. Let's go. 1,000, you got you, you, you to gotta get 1,000 yards. But here's the thing, though. If he gets 1,000 yards receiving, he has eight to nine touchdowns, he's going to sit there and go, hey, Brandon, I told you I was that guy. You took a chance on me. You drafted me in the fourth round. I'm here now. Don't make the same mistake you made when you let Isaiah Hodges go. And Isaiah Hodges is doing big-time work over there with the Giants. You drafted us for the, for the same reasons. You saw potential in us, and we both hit. But don't let me walk away and let Isaiah Hodges walk away. If Gabe Davis has a massive year, that's exactly the leverage he's going to use against Brandon Bean. And Brandon Bean is going to have a decision to make. Will Gabriel Davis be worth big-time money? It's, it's, honest, it's an honest question, man. Because if he does have a massive year, that's his leverage. If he has a piss-poor year and not great year, you're going to be like, let him walk. Or they might say, you know what? This is what we're waiting now. We'll, we'll sign him to a, media, a, a decent contract, and we'll get what we need out of Gabe Davis as a, a solid number two. It's a tough decision to be in. That's why the business of the NFL is tough, especially in contract years. Are you really about it, or are you not? You saw what you know, Jordan Phillips was able to do in his contract year. Nearly had 10 sacks. But the Bills were like, mm, we're going to let you test the market, bro, because we know what's really good. You got big-time money at the Arizona Cardinals, and guess what? He's back with the Bills. So it's tricky. Brandon Bean seems to know when to, when to fold him. You know what I'm saying? You got to know when to hold him. Or when, I think that's where it goes, or when to fold him. My man folded. He said, yo, too rich for my blood. <laughs> Tremaine Edmonds, we can't do it. Jordan Phillips, yeah, I'm good. Ed Oliver, let me sign you to a, to a nice team deal. Josh Allen? Got your ass. <laughs> so Brandon Bean is, is the wizard. He's not. We don't call him the wizard for no reason. He knows what he's doing. You got to know when to fold him and know when to walk away. <laughs> Brandon Bean was like, eh, eh, Tremaine Edmonds, I'm going to show you my back because I'm walking away right now. Can't do it. You got to know when to fold him. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I apologize. Anyway, I don't even know why I, I shrugged my shoulders. Why did I need to do that? Unnecessary. Anyway, folks, 
let's recap. Let's recap the show. Listen, smash that like if you are are enjoying the show. By the way, smash that like if you enjoy this style of podcast. How we chop it up, have a good time, and 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 talk on the on the topics that need to to be discussed. And Gabe Davis is going to be one that needs to be discussed. <laughs> My man says, "Yo, shoulder shrugs are part of the song." I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this though. <laughs> but anyway. Rico Therapy, always on point. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Kim. I appreciate you. <laughs> My man breaking out the Kenny Rogers. Listen, Jeff King, we, I miss our sessions, man, when we used to talk about music. I miss those sessions, man. We got to bring them things back. Anyway, so, and I probably might end the show with some Kenny Rogers. But let me tell you something, man. But real talk, let me get back on topic before I get out of here. We really do have a really good GM because he's good at realizing, is, listen, is there a, is there a contract on this team right now where you're like, ooh, I don't like that contract. I hate that contract. The one that I hated the most was when we had Starla Tulele. I hated that contract. And the fact that we, we re-upped and we, we changed some things up and we had him on the squad, it was just wasting money. Wasting money, man. But is there, a, is there a contract on this team that you're like, I, 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 I can't think of a bad contract on our team right now. Every contract. Jordan Poirier is a great contract. Solid contract. Matt Milano, great contract. Ed Oliver, solid contract. Some might say that we overpaid, but when you really look at what we got him for, it's pretty decent. So, am I tripping? Is, is Brandon, does Brandon Bean have it just all mapped out perfectly fine? We're about to find out. We're about to find out. So, folks... That's it for me. Ooh, Mitch Morse. Mitch Morse's deal. Mitch Morse's deal wasn't wasn't so bad. Let me let me take a look at Mitch. Mitchie. Mitchie Morsey. What's Mitch Morse saying in terms of his contract? I don't think it's horrible. I think it's uh I think it's it's apropos to what he does. He's one of the better centers in the league. I think he's I think it's a it's a it's a good contract. We gave him a two-year extension two a couple years ago. So I don't think it's it's so bad. What is it? Because I mean we were it, not that it was it was like a, a big time conversation, but there was a point where they could have they were on the 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 you mean the brink of of like okay what do we do with Mitch Morse are we letting him go we letting him walk you know what I'm saying like are we gonna make you know what I'm saying and then we gave him an extension <laughs> he got his act he got his act together not that his act wasn't together but I mean those those concussions that play a part right is Von Miller yes listen King Noble these two contracts were the worst that I've ever seen from the Bills in the tenure uh, of Brandon Bean. Trent Murphy sat on the bench and collected $9 million. Just dusting, dust on the, on the bench, just collecting money. There couldn't have, he couldn't have been that great a guy in the locker room that you're paying this guy $9 million. I'm sure he was a nice guy, but he wasn't that great. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just keeping it a buck here, folks. Von Miller, some might say that we overpaid for Von Miller. I might give you all that. But you didn't just you did you're not just paying for what he gives you on the field. That's the thing with Von Miller, and I've said this multiple times. You don't you're not paying him you're not paying for Von Miller's physical ability on the field. You're paying him for his mind. You're paying him for his ability to coach. You're paying him to be that veteran guy that sees things and can get these other guys to step up and match his energy. It's just unfortunate that he got hurt. But sometimes when a, a, a future Hall of Famer that's still got some, some juice less juiced left in his legs, 
I think I think you it's well worth it. You got to do it. You got to pay up. You got to pay up. Anyway, folks, that is it for me. I appreciate you. I appreciate my man P Money coming in. Uh, great show. Smash that like before everyone signs off. The season is here. Time to get that algorithm pumping, baby. Yo, you ain't lying, folks. We need the algorithms to, 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 to get back on our side. The season's about the, around the corner. We are going to start ramping up. You know what I'm saying? You guys already know what it is, so tune in. Start smashing that like. See a lot more of our faces. We're going to be on TikTok. We're going to give you the, the, you know I mean, the YouTube shorts and all that stuff. We're going to be all over it. So smash that like. Show some love. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's get after it. Let's get after it. Uh, Melissa Sage says Vaughn is out till week six. Week four. The pup list has you at, until week four and not week six. Uh, so that's the way that's the way it plays out. So, folks, I appreciate your love. I appreciate you guys tuning in. You guys have way better things to do on a Tuesday evening, but you're tuned in with your boy. Much love, much respect. And uh, that's it, man. Camp is upon us, people. Camp is upon us. And uh, it's time to get back in the football. Football's back. So I'm looking forward to, to when you guys are able to go and watch the uh, when you guys can go to to you know I mean, John Fisher. And take footage and, and do all that stuff. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to everybody's videos and seeing who the media darling is going to be. So let's recap this show. It's really unfortunate that Naeem Hines got hurt. And uh, I mean, I, I hope for a quick recovery. But don't forget, the nasty side of the business is that they could void. He got hurt doing non-football activity. And they could easily come in and say, you know, welcome to corporate America. You're cut, baby. That's, that's the nasty part of the business of the NFL. Uh, Trevor, uh, Justin Herbert just scored himself a big time contract, five years, 562 mil. He's in the 50 mil club a year. Unbelievable. It's not as great of a contract as Jalen Brown signed with the damn Celtics for $300 million. Unbelievable. Kobe Bryant never got a contract like that, but I mean, Kobe's Kobe, man. He was making the money his elsewhere, but golly, Jalen Brown making that money. You're not even the best player in the league. Oh my. Gosh, that's sickening as a Celtics fan. Shame on y'all. Anyway, season ticket holders. You guys already know what it is, man. If you're a season ticket holder, demand more from the Buffalo Bills, not a damn red envelope that says, go Bills and hear your tickets. Man, go F yourself. Do better. Especially if you're going to take my money with this new stadium that's being built. You better stop that nonsense. And then we have our camp expectations. Just remember, what kind of Josh Allen do you want to see in terms of a wrestling persona. For me, I like to see him as Kurt Henning. I want him to see him as Mr. Perfect. I want to see him, you know what I'm saying, be everything he does is on point, but he's got a little attitude to go with it. Who do you see him as? Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I always love doing these things. Jeff King, you're the man. I appreciate you. I love you, my guy. And I love everybody in here. Smash that like. Go to our Twitter page. Our Twitter page is back at it. We, the good guys are back on top. We got rid of the bad guys. The bad guys tried to hack us and take over. And we said, heck no. You ain't, you don't know who you messing with. So we're back at it again. BF Twitter. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, have yourself a great evening. And we'll catch you on the flip side. And until next time, it's your boy. I catch you on the flip. And I'm gone. Let's go, baby. Woo! Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Thank you.